Michael Thompson was sentenced to life in prison in 1996 for at least 42 to 60 years just for selling a few pounds of marijuana to an informant. They gave him the maximum due to Michigan's habitual offender law, which gives judges the power to enhance sentences of those who have prior felonies, even when they are not connected. Michael spent 25 years in prison for that, even when marijuana had become legal in that state in 2018. Mr. Thompson was released in January of 2021 after clemency was granted in this marijuana case by the governor of Michigan at that time. But Michael's ordeal wasn't as easy as it sounds. And joining me today is Michael Thompson. Thank you so much, Michael, for your time and welcome to Fair Play. Yes, I'm uh, thankful uh, for the opportunity. Uh, you heard my introduction, Michael. Did I say anything wrong in that introduction? No, you said everything that's correct. So, Michael, how are you feeling now and how has it been since you received the clemency? Well, it, it, it's been you know, like like a at some point uh, at some time it feel like a roller coaster, mm-hmm. and and then another point it feel like a, a heaven sent. You know, uh, I, I, I received, and then at the end it feel like true blessings coming, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's that's a. Uh, the way I feel now because of uh, all the people really jumping on board to try to help me. You know, I'm 70 years old, man. I'll be 71 years old in April, you know, and so that's that's a lot of years taken away. So a lot of people trying to give me uh give me a life. Give me a life, you know, from from this point on. So how has been the people's reaction and behavior towards you since you got out? Well, you know, it just people you know you got people like last prison project uh uh they jumped on board right away as well as uh you bake uh bob died and then uh cresco last you know then uh charlie and uh, sabrina mm-hmm. and uh so 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 they jumped on pretty heavy and uh, they made sure that uh that uh i had uh finances to you know, to take it myself as well as If my kids needed a little something, uh, uh, they made that available to them as well. So, so it just it, it's been a, it, it's been uh, some 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 real true blessing. Then you had uh, people like uh, been walking me through it, uh, like Didi Kirkwood. Yeah. And and she been walking me through it. And uh, if it wasn't for her, man, uh, walking me through it like I'm a little baby, you know. Mm. You know that that was needed. I don't care what nobody said. Anybody that uh, did 25 years, you know, saying uh, it ain't gonna be that simple. Yeah. And and uh, you know, it just you got you got things like uh, uh, coming out. You know, just knowing how to work a telephone, man. You know. Yeah. You know, just knowing knowing how to work a telephone. That that was uh, that was confusing. Then then learn how to do a Zoom. It's like taking me to another world. Yeah, and uh, it's just the stuff that little kids is doing, and I can't do it. 
And you know, uh, working on the, the computer, these little kids, they showing me a little thing, you know what I'm saying? So it just, you know, and sometimes it can be embarrassing. Um, and, uh, and and then 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 uh, you gotta understand. I, I've been gone 25 years, so the, you, you there's a big difference. Yeah. Uh, than being out here and everybody been they they they, they fell into it from a young age and walk walk all the way up and then then now they know the computers and stuff like that and then everybody expect for me to know it. You know, then I, I, they look at me like I'm crazy. You know. You know, but uh, you know, you want to go to the doctor's office. Everything's computers, man. Everything. I said, wow. You know, so so I had to force myself to learn fast. And um, and I uh, I'm thankful to, like I said once again to to Diddy Kirkwood and uh and uh people peop, uh, well mainly her because she well and then last prisoner project also. Uh, they held my hand. This lady named uh, Mary Belly and uh, and Sarah Garrison. Uh, they they held my hand when I first got out because I, I was I was a mess, man. I was I was messed up, you know, uh, as far as uh, as far as not knowing what's going on. Because I don't care what nobody say, and I want I want you to understand this. Mm. I don't care what nobody say. If you didn't did twenty some years. I don't care what nobody say something didn't happen to you uh, during that course of time. I'm talking about like a, uh, 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 like I had a light stroke. And uh, I remember when I had the light stroke, you know, I, I remember when I was in eight blocks and I held the bars, you know, and I had, it, it felt like an anxiety attack. Mm. But, uh, but I had a light stroke and I looked at my, my mouth, my mouth, it was twisted, but it's coming back now. It, it was twisted for a while, and um, and so it just—I don't tell many people that, but because I, I just leave it alone. I don't try to volunteer information about something that happened to me because I, you know, I just rather just leave it alone. And uh, and I don't tell no one that. say if you've been in there that many years, I don't care who you are, something happened. You can hit an anxiety attack or a light stroke or something. And uh, that's what happened to me. And uh, prison do not preserve you, like everybody said. It do it do not preserve you. And 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 uh, man, you <clears throat> you don't know what kind of stress is involved in uh, in that. You just don't know how, what kind of stress is involved in that. Yeah. Uh, doing time, doing time, and and then uh, talking to your family and then. And people disappear on you, you know. Uh, uh, you know, people say love and love you and all that, and, but they disappear on you. And so what I did is, uh, uh, you know, I I consider myself an honorable man, and uh, and I don't like no liars. I don't like nobody lying to me. And so what I did was, uh, I stopped my visits for over twenty years. I, I didn't take no visits for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody thought I was crazy. Uh, Department of Corrections thought, thought something was wrong with me. And uh, they sent me to three psychiatrists. And the three psychiatrists told them that, no, ain't nothing wrong with you. He just don't let nobody lying to him. You know, and uh, he's serious about that. And 
and uh, you know, and, and he told a person word pretty close to his heart, you know, and so it ain't nothing wrong with him. You know, it's something wrong with the people that's lying to him. Because everyone was lying to you. Yeah, they were just, just, just lying. You know, just, you know how you come up on a visit and then you tell somebody something, build their hopes up. Yeah. And then, then, then you leave, leave the visit. And then when you call them on the phone, they're talking a whole different subject. Yeah. Uh, a whole different thing, you know. So, so I said, well, why should I get dressed up to hear a lie when uh, I ain't gonna get dressed up to hear no lie? So I stop all my visits. Yeah. Now I know what you're talking about because I've heard that a lot. And that's why those who are uh, incarcerated, they kind of go in a cocoon because the people outside don't understand what they have gone through or what they're what they're going through. But how difficult is it for someone to build back their lives once they're out of the prison because you know they've been devastated? So how do they put it back together? Well, for one, how you put it back together, you do. You start dealing with reality because a lot of guys in there, you know, they deal with illusions, illusions, mm. and they be thinking, they be saying to themselves, "It ain't gonna be that hard. It'll be easy. Uh, uh, I'm gonna get some help from a, a lot of people gonna help me when I get out," and that's illusion. Mm. And, uh, and the reality says this: and when you get out, it's your ass. Mm. Is your ass against uh, is your, your ass against the world, mm. and uh, and you ain't gonna get much help unless you get it from a program or something. You might get a little help here and there, but as far as making it, you have to make it on your own. As far as re- rehabilitation, rehabilitation is not, it, it don't exist anymore mm. inside the penal system. Uh, there's no thing such thing such thing as a rehabilitation in prison anymore. Mm. And see, so 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 to rehabilitate yourself, you got to rehabilitate your own self. Don't wait for Department of Correction to rehabilitate you. You got to do it on your. Mm. And uh, so it just, uh, you know, a lot a lot of guys in in, in prison sleep, and uh, just like uh, I got out, and and, uh, and I'm uh, they tell me about the driving, they, you know, I get my license, but what they didn't tell me is hell. Those ain't the same 12 questions that uh, when I went in, uh, they doing anymore. Shit, you, you got to pass an 80 question test. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, man, this, that thing was, well, and, 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 mm. and it ain't no no simple questions like the ones I remember. Uh, yeah. Stop the yield sign on that. Man, this thing, tell you all kinds of how far as kids, Mark, man, that. They, 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 that wasn't there then. So so a lot of guys, I feel sorry for them because uh, they're not going to pass that driver's test, you know, period. Uh, it's a little bit more complicated and difficult, especially if you've been down as long as I've been down. Mm. Man, you, uh, I, I didn't, I, most of the questions I didn't understand, but I had quickly had to raise, uh, call God. God help me on this because he helped me, you know. And then when they would tell me to park my truck, uh, when I took the driver's test, they told me to park my truck the same space where they put the little cars at. I said, man, I got this big truck, big, big, big Ram Dodge. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna park my truck in, in the same space as this little car. And he said, look, you only got one shot. Yeah, I called God again. 
and uh, I dropped it in there. You know, so it just it just little things like that. You know, I know it sounds like uh, nothing to you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying it's a it was a whole lot to me. No, I know what you mean because when I when I talk to families outside and I tell them that hey, when someone picks up when, when an incarcerated individual calls you, we have to understand that once they hang up the phone, that's it. They're gone. They've lost that last connection with the world. So we got to just patiently listen to them and understand that we don't really understand what they're going through. It only happens to those who have been through it. Only probably they can understand what you've gone through. But in your case, Michael, the issue of prior felonies, what I wanted to ask you is that isn't it weird that if somebody has prior felonies or if it, or if, if the courts deem somebody as a repeat offender, shouldn't a just and and sane society and a fair society be helping those people uh, or rehabilitate them rather than screwing them over, which usually happens in our justice system? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I got now. Uh, I got a program called Michael Thompson Clemency Project. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got something to do with uh, what Michigan is doing real bad in, in a lot of other states. It's what you call stacking the charges up against you. Yeah. And most of the people that receive them is people of color. And they stack in Michigan really bad, you know, have uh, uh, a tendency to stack charges up against you, just like they did me. And then, and then, then, and then uh, guys fall in, people of color, they fall into these sentences called traps sentences. And you hear about it because this program that I got going now, that 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 that, that, that Crisco Lab is sponsoring, and, and and they sponsor it big time to help me get some guys out from under that. Uh, what it is is when I said trap sentences, trap sentences is when people like myself, I was in a trap sentence. Uh, I received a bitch or offender. And see, and what you understand, when you receive a picture of offender, uh, 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 my old day was 2038. Uh, I'm supposed, supposed to be out right now. I, I, my, 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 because a pro boy see me, it's supposed to be 2038. And, uh, and if it wasn't for people like you, myself, and the last, uh, last prison project, and, and uh, uh, Mike Thompson, Clemency thing going now, these guys would die in prison. They would get no help. Then you got another trap. You got another one called felony murder. Felony murder is when uh, you uh, went in there and committed a crime with a person that was a tricky habit cat and, and went in there. Even though you didn't have no gun, even though you didn't kill nobody, even though you didn't have no intentions of killing nobody. But because you got natural life, you get natural life too. Mm. And so... That's what's happening with a lot of guys with felony murder. They're in prison and they ain't doing kill nobody and they doing natural life. And so those are the things I'm working on, you know, and, and trying to 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 uh 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 uh, uh, uh Lab just just donated uh, uh sixty five thousand to Michael Thompson Clemency thing to help file clemency papers and this uh, attorney out of Ohio that Kim Kardashian got for me, and Kim Carrera. She uh, the, they they on top of it, man. And and she got her lawsuits on top of it. 
and, uh, and, and we're trying to make some things happen. We're trying to uh, 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 make Michigan a pilot for the rest of the state. You know, then let them see, let them take a look at them traps and take a look at them. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if they don't take a look at them, who will? Yeah. Nobody. And then if nobody don't, uh, don't look at them, then what's going to happen to them human beings? Yeah. If they got them, what they got them in prison for, man? You know, it's different if they didn't did some old crazy or, or sick stuff. But, man, not you just don't throw the key away. Everybody, they go to prison. Yeah. How can people get more information about Michael Thompson Clemency Program? They can get information uh, through, uh, uh, well, Dee Dee Kirkwood. Uh, she can tell you more about that. Uh, I don't have it on hand right now. All right. And we need all the help we can get. You know what I'm saying? But, but uh, I'm going to be fighting, but we need, we need uh, finances to keep it going. Uh, that's pretty fantastic to know. That since you've been out and I and I've been watching you, you know you've been out and about and you've been pretty active uh, for the cause, because that that's what I've seen that a lot of people who get exonerated they come out and then they forget those that they've left behind. Would you agree with that? Yes, yeah, they 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 forget who left behind, but I can't do it. I, I'm I, I'm cut from a different cloth. Uh, I, I first I have got. You know what I'm saying, and and and, and he and, and he been with me and he protected me all these years. And I, I see why he protected me. I didn't I didn't be in some sticky situations. That wasn't been dead. You know, then I I wrote it down on the counter. And so it just said uh, I know that uh, uh, he kept me here for a reason. Mm. And and I see I see him. So my thing is, uh, and I'll tell anyone, man. You know, you got to. You got to really uh, think about more than just yourself. You see, because when I left prison, and I'm still hearing the voices in my head. Yeah. Uh, I left prison. All I heard was them saying when they were leaving, and they wait, stayed up, and so they tried to sneak me out, man. They tried to sneak me out this time. They tried to sneak me in there to change the time and sneak me out. And uh, and they they snuck me out at four o'clock in the morning, man. Don't nobody leave no prison no four o'clock in the morning, man. And uh and, and uh, they 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 released me at four o'clock in the morning. I said, wait a minute, what? and I I can I take a shower? No. What? Uh, Why did they do that? Uh, they wanted to duck uh, the media. Damn. Uh, they duck the media, but damn, man. I mean, I mean what? Why you want to talk to me? What have y'all done? Whatever, what y'all trying to hide? And uh, see, so it's just that uh, uh, it's a it's a sad thing, you know, uh, the games that uh, private correction play, uh, and uh, there's so many games they play that just like I said, right before I come home, I was washing my clothes in a toilet stool. Yeah, in a toilet stool. Because they didn't want to fix the washer, you know. And I told them before I left prison. I told the staff there. I said, "That's okay, but this is gonna come back to haunt you guys." And I'm gonna tell the truth. I'm gonna tell them what really happened. So, so just like I said, back to what I was just saying. Uh, I heard the. I, I still hear the voices in my head. 
when they told me the main thing they were saying is they, they called me Miko in prison. M E E K O. And he said, Miko, tell the truth. Tell them the truth. And I never forget that in my head. Tell the truth. And that's what I've been doing. Tell them the truth. And uh, there's a lot of people who are coming out to support you. And whatever Justice News can do for you and for your cause, we are here. And we appreciate what you're doing. You're you're standing up for those that you have left behind, but you haven't left left them behind because you're still fighting for them. But how did it make you feel when you found out that marijuana was legal in your state and you were incarcerated for that? Well, it would be I would be very bitter if these uh, these marijuana organizations haven't stepped it didn't step up and really give me a life at the prison uh if all of them would just turn their back on me but they didn't just like i said it's two their name is uh Ubay and uh bob dodge and uh the other one is cresco lab led by charlie and sabrina sabrina and uh and if it wasn't for them it wasn't for them and then not only did they help me get a get, continue my life, they helped me with this Michael Thompson Clemency Project. And uh and, and they helping me help other people. And they helping me helping other human beings get a life back. You know, so 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 how could I be bitter towards somebody that's uh that put their money where their mouth is? Yeah. And uh, and then, and then not only that, shows so much concern that all you have to do is ask them one time, and they on board, all the way on board to help help others. Yeah, that's another thing about you that, despite what occurred in your case, despite what happened during the COVID time, despite the Brady violations in your case, the prosecutorial misconduct, and all the crazy things that you faced, you're still smiling and laughing. How does that happen? <laughs> well, it happened because of the love that I received from people that uh, still know how to show love. And, uh, and, and because I'm deeply devoted to God. And I ain't talking about, I'm not so religious. I'm not, I don't want to start speaking like I'm religious nut because I'm not hmm. because uh, I don't want to start speaking like I'm so heavenly minded I'm no er- earthly good I don't want to speak like that you know what I'm saying but what I do want to speak like I just want to tell you that uh, I believe in God but I may not believe in the same God that that uh, uh, people running around here playing, playing and using his name and stuff like that I'm real with it, you know what I'm saying? I'm real with God. And, uh, and I gave him my word before I left prison that I'm going to help people, you know what I'm saying, that just like somebody helped me. That's beautiful, man. God was the only being and his angels uh, and the spirit who could hear you alone in that cell when you were crying for help, and look how he responded to you. Wow, wow, see, 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 I, I feel you, 
see and and, and you feel me and that's the yeah talking about you know i'm talking about uh i don't like uh hypocrites i don't like none of that man you know my thing is i'm just real man i just real and i, I speak real and i speak the truth and uh and I, I ain't got nothing to hide and i don't want nothing to hide all i want all i want is somebody to help me help others and and, and this justice system the prison reform is broken it's broken and it need to be fixed in this country it's broken and michigan is, is just as bad as all the rest of them bad or, 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 or even worse and all i want to do is for people to stop playing politics with everything hmm. and just think about these as human beings man and that that deserve a chance i ain't speaking about somebody that don't deserve a chance i'm speaking i'm speaking about human beings that deserve a chance just like uh many other people deserve a chance what about the people that hold them in there if it wasn't for people that gave them a chance where would they be at but michael why is it so difficult for people to fight for their innocence or exoneration or clemency and it is so easy to put an innocent man in prison and so difficult to fight for your freedom why is the system designed like that well, it's designed for you to fail it's designed for you to pay lawyers money and uh the father saying simple paperwork but if you file it don't nobody hear you don't nobody hear your cry as soon as they see an inmate signature on there and there ain't no lawyer signature you know what I'm saying sometimes i wonder do they really read it that means what you're saying is that the united states justice system is an unjust system it's an unjust system to the bone it's an unjust system period uh it 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 is there's no humanity towards another human being it shows nothing to another human being this is america this the way america when everybody is seeing them locking everybody up and get more people locked up in america than any other country yeah is this what america wants is this what they call america you know i i was, i i used to recite that four score and seven years ago our forefathers brought forth in this continent a new nation created in liberty dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal are we really created equal i mean that was a great speech but are we all really created equal today some of the critics uh have been arguing that the only way to fix this is to tear down this unjust uh criminal justice system and to come up with a fair system that truly does justice for all well so are you right tear it down tear it down we build it back up you know but you know but you know the game that they plan is this and i want i want to share this with you 
you know, they can they can tear it down and rebuild it back up all they want, but they didn't they didn't spend a lot of money. Millions of dollars on studies about this whole thing that I'm speaking about. About these trap centers, all that. And uh they didn't did the studies. They did it for the last twenty years. They did one ten years ago and ten years before that. And they know what the problem is. They even stated what the problem is. But they never did anything about it. And my question is this. Where's all them millions of dollars going to all these studies and don't nothing materialize from it? But only you tell the truth and then you leave and then come back 10 years later for another study. While they spend all this money on studies and trying to figure out ways, what kind of toll does a tragedy like that takes on on an individual and their families? Man, they, they, they don't care nothing about that. They don't care nothing about my family and your family. They don't care nothing about that. What they care about is money, some dollars. They don't care nothing about your family and your kids. They don't care nothing about nothing but what with the dollars and cents say. See, they don't they don't care nothing about a person's family. The only family they care about is their family. Until it touched down on them, that's the only time they're kids. But the same but the same time is you gotta understand this criminal justice system is so embedded in politics that they, they've even lost all contact of uh, humanity. Mm. There's, there's nothing there anymore. They don't even feel that. They, they raising their family for their next generation and using public correction as a, as a dollar sign. Mm. And, uh, and and they making a big living. This took over General Motors and everything now. Mm-hmm. This is big business. They're not going to let you or me come between that. This is big business. So what if what if we have a system where I could just buy the person's independence and freedom? Because this is modern-day slavery with a new name on it. So why not I just go and buy the incarcerated individual from the state. <laughs> hey, they ain't going to let you do that. Because you, uh, they got a program, they got a process. And, 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 and that ain't part of your process, man. <laughs> mm. A show game. You know, they have a show game. I say this to you, Michael, because I've been, uh, I've been working on this for some time now. And I don't see any other way of this uh, thing working out instead of a system where I could come up with the money to help people get out. Because just like what you said and just like what your attorney said also, uh, that it is about money. So why not design a system where we know that every everyone is in on the game from the bail bondsmen to the prison guards to the courts and the clerks and the prosecutors and the public defenders, which are being paid by the same entity, 
and the judges and the governors and the DAs. Everyone's in on the game, it seems, and a lot of people have been saying that. So why not have a system where we can just write off, buy it, and stop the shenanigans? You don't think that would fly with them? <laughs> hey, isn't that funny, man? I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, that 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 sounds real good, and uh, I'm all for it. But uh, but it just so happened, I just so happened, I got to deal with what what reality says. Yeah. And reality says that ain't gonna that ain't gonna fly. Uh, because uh, because you're not proud of the process, man. You're not proud of the process. Yeah. And, and, and part of the process is, is now you can interfere and, and all these people get millions, many millions of dollars. They're not going to let you come in there and interfere. <laughs> you come up, what? Let who go? You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> you're doing too much right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, get, get, get your ass somewhere. Yeah. Sit down. Well, I wish that maybe one day, you know, you get a chance to read my plan and I would really love to get your feedback on it because it is a plan that could achieve all the things that you talked about and all the things that the government doesn't talk about and all the things that the Innocence Project don't talk about. I have an answer for that plan. So maybe hopefully God wishes one day you read my my plan and give me some feedback on that. I wish uh, you would let me read it. Give me an opportunity to read it. Because uh, I love to read anything got to do with a person trying to show humanity to, towards another man. That That's beautiful. So I can get your email address from DD? Yes, yes, you can. Yes. That'll be beautiful because I really want you to read it. And I want you to read it when you're sitting down and relaxed because once you start reading my plan, you would stand up. Okay. Uh, I wish... I wish that you can just send me, uh, still send it on the in, uh, my email. I wish you could just send it to me, mail it to me. Okay, I will mail it to you. I will get your uh, mailing. Uh, and the reason why I'm for that because uh, I, I read it better when I see it, see it on paper, and uh, and I can really look at that that section. Uh, uh, my thing is, uh, you know, just like I said, I spent 20, 25 years in prison. I'm yeah. still getting I'm still getting used to emails and stuff like that. I'm not I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that. I know what and, you mean. And uh, just like Didi, uh, they sent me an itinerary for the thing I'm leaving, going uh, to Texas and then California, uh, down there for the uh, documentary. Uh, uh, Didi had to send me the staples, and so I can get the itinerary because it got me scheduled uh, for for a lot lot of things. And uh, so, so, so she sent me uh, the itinerary. I had to go to Staples to get it, get it, and get it printed out. Hmm. I know what you mean. I'm gonna send you the uh, the printed copy. I'm, I'm gonna probably I'm gonna come and see you personally because you know uh, I mean I I've been I've been watching what you're doing and it's always been um, you know a request of mine even with Kimberly that hey I just want a couple of minutes to hang out with Michael because he seems like such a fantastic uh, cool personality yeah well uh, I feel you as well and I feel I, I feel you your intention is good and uh, and, and just like uh, how my relationship began with Cresco Lab Charlie the head of Cresco Lab Charlie uh, that's I can feel you the same way and uh, and that's how we got started. 
because of a spiritual feeling, you know, and and uh, on a spiritual plane, and uh, and I can feel you, and I can feel that you're genuine, and I would love, I would love to meet you, and I would, it would be an honor for me to to uh, sit down with you and, and really go over some real things. The praise to the God. You see, God connects the hearts, and you know, I really appreciate you saying this. So, uh, what is the documentary about? Interesting stuff that you're doing now. Yeah, it's a, they're doing a documentary. Uh, uh, it won an award already, uh, and uh, so so now they they uh, got the festival uh, uh, down in uh, uh, California, and then the other one is in, in, in Texas. And uh, it's gonna be a big thing. But uh, uh, also, they're gonna have a red carpet thing in Flint, my hometown. And it can be a red carpet thing uh, before it go across the United States. Uh, it can be a red carpet thing in, in Flint. That'd be a nice time for you to come and really see this. Uh, that is, that'd be fantastic. What is that? It, they're gonna let it red carpet. It's in, it's in uh, June. Uh, okay. But you get they give a DD and DD tell you everything. But they're gonna be a okay. big, big, big showing at the Capitol Theater. And. Um, and so it's it gonna be real nice, and be nice food and everything. Be a, a, a real nice setting, especially when you start speaking about a red carpet. So it's gonna be uh, laid out. So uh, is it about is it about your life, the documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about the sentence of Michael Thompson. That's the name of it. The sentence of Michael Thompson. Yeah, yeah. The sentence of Michael Thompson. Did he got to cover? Uh, she got to cover things for the documentary. You know, uh, she got to, she can send it to you. I just, uh, just asked her to send all that to you, and she sent it to you. Oh yeah, because uh, we're gonna put up a special page for you on our website. Uh, uh, the sentence of Michael Thompson, Cresco yeah. Cannabis. Well, not only that, uh, they got uh, they hyping it up now, and I have her send that to you too down in California, Texas. Uh, they got it. Uh, it's a real, real hype up. They hyping people up now, but let them know that I'm coming down there. Uh, and and uh, and see, I leave. I leave Tuesday at five o'clock in the morning. Got it. Yeah, I'm on your website. I'm on that website. It's uh, it's on crescocannabis.com. The sentence of Michael Thompson. You can watch. People can watch the pr- the trailer on uh, on their website. Do you also have a website of your own, Michael? Uh, yeah, I got Instagram. Uh yeah 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 I, I yeah I got a web but, but, but you gotta go to Diddy yeah Diddy can tell you everything I'm sorry that I can't uh, when you get down to uh, I'm I'm talking good until I get to uh, the computers yeah you know then and then then you gotta go to Diddy uh, uh yeah I got a website but I, I don't uh, uh, Diddy can tell you everything about it yeah um, we know that you are also on instagram yes right right yeah and uh i'm gonna add a little bit about that on uh on our uh on our website but just just in case if somebody wants to uh, get you then you are also available it's mtfree.2021 that's your instagram handle mtfree.2021 uh, okay. michaelthompsonfree.2021 yeah. so a lot of people can also catch you here and find out about what you're doing 
But uh, what I also wanted to ask you, Michael, is um, in your case, who do you think should be held accountable for what happened with you and what they did to you? Well, I'm going to tell you, and that's funny, he's the first one to ask that question. Um, who to be responsible is first, they had a group uh, called FANG in Flint. Uh, it's a police group called FANG, mm-hmm. and they were very, very racist. And uh, they didn't make statements like, I'm going to get that nigger. Um, and, and then one day he told me, nigga, I'll kill you, you fucker. And 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 when uh, we was in the hallway of the courtroom, and uh, and I said, man, what's this all about? He said, I called his wife, and, and I said, man, I ain't called your wife, you know what I'm saying? And so anyway, uh, he threatened me, man. You know, so it just said uh, his name, Michael Campo. I'm gonna say this again, Michael Campo, and everybody that was associated with him, they was their hands was dirty, and uh, since I've been in since I've been incarcerated, two of them went to prison. And the one of them went to prison for, uh, 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 hit some do a rape case or, uh, some, some, uh, some girl, they was bribing them, you know what I'm saying? To keep them out of trouble, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, uh, uh, that group right there, uh, they, they, they set the whole thing up. But as a matter of fact, I got, a. uh, a thing from uh, from one of the, the, the key witnesses, and uh, and, he, and he signed a document. I mean, document stating that everything that happened, everything they told him to do, and uh, his name Mike. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, well, I, Will Scotty Will, and uh, and and uh, he. Uh, documented everything out what they told him to do and the reason why they told him to said him he was missing money and all that stuff because they were trying to find money to put him up in a in, in a hotel and and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, make a long story short, uh he told them he told my lawyer, he told other people, he tried to plead with them, said, Listen, everything I told you about Michael Thompson was lies. And uh, and then at the time when they said that his house was going to get firebombed, got firebombed, uh, uh, Scotty Will said that uh, Michael Campo is the one that firebombed his house. And it, 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 if anybody interviewed him and, and let him tell you the whole story, it's they, they, and, and anybody get a hold of uh, Dee Dee got the uh, affidavit uh, and uh, she got the affidavit from Scott Will and she can let you read it mm-hmm. and uh, everything he said was finally the truth mm-hmm. and he documented everything out and, and told the truth but because he 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 thought about it and and, and uh, you know I held his baby when she was first born and all that and it was just, he thought about it, and after, after they gave me all them years, he said, I didn't know y'all gave him all them years for that. And so uh, he really tried to get me released. But unfortunately, he, he, uh, he, he sold his soul to the devil. 
and uh, that was uh, Michael Campo and them. And, and uh, they, uh, they're real foul, man. They're real foul. And I want to get into uh, what I think about them because if you want to bring up something bitter inside me, Mm. It, it is for me talking about them, you know what I'm saying? And I try to get people to believe. Tell them, look, man, these people lying. These, these, these police lying. And so, I mean, what can you do when a police is lying? How how do you defend yourself from a lie from a police? Mm. It's very difficult. You know, so it just, I, I got to stand the George Floyd. And you see what I did uh, for the George Floyd thing. I'm the only one, only one in America, only, only person in America that was in prison. All the prisoners in America, I did a contribute uh, to George Floyd from inside the prison, and uh, and I fed, I fed 90 guys a bunch of food, and gave them all pops. The name they had pops in years, and I gave them all pops, and. Uh, and we did a contribute to George Floyd. And all I asked them guys to do for them to go back and just uh, stand where I long it took to kill George Floyd, stand in their room in silence before they eat. That's all I asked them. And uh, that, that those people that did the story on me, they did a hell of a, a documentary about that. And you said, Didi, they tell you who the people are. They did a documentary, man, they did it. Wow, they did piece by piece, and they broke it down uh, about me doing that contribute, and uh, and and how we did it, and what it taken for us to do that. Uh, I mean, they the staff tried to block us, and um, and and we played around that, and they tried to discourage us, and we played around that, and uh, they they brought that old racialism and and all kinds of stuff in the, into play, and we played around that. But we got it did, and and we were the only one at the Muskegon Correctional Facility in Michigan, the only one that did a contribute to George Floyd. Uh, what about? I I I can see reports from the time when when they arrested you and and put all those charges on you, and I see the media reports, and uh, a lot of them have false data. They have misinformation in them I, I don't know if they've been corrected or not but if you compare it from the time when you got arrested how the media reacted and behaved and you compare it to now do you think the media has been a supporter or a destroyer of the facts man the media was in bed with them the media was in bed with them and then after everything the real truth came out then it got in bed with me <laughs> Shit. <laughs> hey man, but that's where the game is played. I guess. I guess. Welcome to life. This is the way life. Life is really. That's the game they play. And um, and so I'm just telling you that the media was in bed with them, man. And and, and then they roll with them and roll with them. And then the prosecutor was in bed with the media. So then when. When the real truth came out and, and, and the guns started really fine for the truth, then they want to jump on, on my bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? So, and uh, hey, I just played along with it. All I wanted to do is be free. Did you know that they 
that day will come when you'll be free when you were in there no no cuz they kept on saying one thing saying and then another and then they build my hopes up and then some kind of way uh I get turned down so i i i, I stop uh i stop building my hopes up just like i stop my visit you know i shut myself out to to the outside world i said when it happens it's going to happen I'm not going to worry about it no more. Because uh, yeah. all you can do is, just like I told you, I had a light stroke. And uh, stuff like that can really give you a stroke, like them visits and all that can give you a stroke real fast. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you are uh, stressing a lot. You know? Yeah. And uh, so, I, so I just, uh, so I just, I had to do what's best for me. And that's to shut everybody off. I was asking myself uh thank god michael has all the support now it took 25 years for all these people to grow some courage and to be man enough to stand up for you but what about those who are innocent and wrongfully convicted and don't have that kind of support <laughs> what will happen to them hey man you smart uh you uh, uh that's what i've been telling guys the people every time they see me speak and I be telling them what about the other Michael Thompsons in that what about the other Michael Thompsons quoting that trap sentence you know then what about them what about all them people in there for marijuana and got doing life and now you're legalizing everybody making money and, and everybody smoking it and they living happy ever after what about what about all them people you know and, and what about the ones that can't afford mm. uh, stories I hear people you know then uh they don't get had the people uh crying out for them like they cried out for me what about them and that's that's what i've been speaking about you know what i'm saying when talking about trap sentence they trapped you know what i'm saying so um, and that's really why you know if if whatever you can do the they give me the help that i need you know what i'm saying i i, I appreciate it uh, uh, uh because that's where you, you you just don't know what would be more to me than anything in my life is for me to 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 get ten guys free on that Michael Thompson clemency project. Man, if I can see ten of them walk out there. Yeah. And I can say I can look up to the sky and say I did my job. And and thank you. Thank you. In your experience, Michael, what do you think uh, the race uh, plays? What role do you think race plays in the U.S. criminal justice system? Uh, it's number one. It's number one. You don't get, you don't get uh, guys. Only people of color get bitch offended and felony murder. You know, uh, the other they don't hear that kind of stuff. You know, they they don't even get that. And see, and so 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 it just uh, racism is horrible. Just like I told you, man. You know, I told you about that four score seven years yeah. ago. Hey, you know, when I ran that, you know, I just uh, how much truth is it to that? You know, I mean, I was, I mean, and and I used to I used to really respect that that speech. And I love to say it. I love to repeat it. 
and uh, but but how much truth is it to it today in in, in America? Yeah, I mean, uh, we say that we are one nation under God, but I think this is one nation under the Satan, the devil now, because I don't see uh, the I don't see their words matching what they're doing. What I have seen is absolute unjustness and prosecutorial misconduct uh, is one thing that is synonymous in, in all the cases that come to us. And it just boggles the mind to think that why are the people asleep? Why don't the people get out on the streets and, and make a noise? They wait until the war comes to their door. You know, it don't, only somebody who's been incarcerated and gone through this kind of thing can understand. But the rest of America has gone silent, complacent. Well, yeah, I think it's very true. Uh, I, I think I think that, uh, see, uh, society is ignorant to a lot of things. And the reason why they're ignorant to a lot of things because they're not hearing the truth. Hmm. And... Uh, if, if, if society really knew what's really going on and what's really happening and what really need to happen, I think they would. I think they would raise up. I think they would re- really raise up. But they don't know because they're not hearing the truth. And so that's what I've been doing. And I've been trying to speak before as many as I could to let them hear. Listen, this is what's happening. Damn what you hearing. This is what's happened. I just left 25 years of it. Now, this is what's happening. Now, you want to bleed somebody ain't never did one day? You want to uh, bleed somebody don't give a damn? Or, or you want to bleed somebody, you know what I'm saying, just, uh, uh, just all politics, you know, all politics, and you don't give a damn about a human life, another human life. You take care, you care less. So if you want to listen to the truth, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you what's really happening. And so now, what you going to do? Now, don't you think enough is enough? Absolutely. Enough is enough. It's a time for a change. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What do you think about the whole idea of the public defender when they're when the prosecutor and the public defender their their paychecks are coming from from the same entity it's a bunch of bullshit it's a bunch of bullshit that's what i think about it i think it's all a game it's all politics it's a bunch of bullshit and uh and and, and they messing over human beings lives they messing over their lives and uh, and hear these people thinking they're getting uh, somebody going to defend them. And all the time, you know what I'm saying, uh, they're getting sold out. They, they don't care nothing about defending them. They, they care about them little peanuts they're going to get. You know, and uh, hurt, hurt them, get it, and then, then let them guys move on, move on by their business. Uh, I was uh, dealing with a guy named Capino Pierce. And one time he... Uh, it, it got into a, a problem, and he come to me, and, and I said, man, what's going on? And he told me that he got busted with some marijuana, and he said they want him, him to plead to 7 to 15. I said, what? He said, yeah, they want me to plead to 7 to 15. I said, who is this? 
He said, a quarter point, <laughs> a quarter point of turn. I said, man, look here. Take this 1500 and go to Thomas McComb, another attorney. I said, tell Thomas McComb to get you probation. And that's what he did. And he got probation, man. So, so I said, all that to say this. If it wasn't for me intervening with him as my friend, you know, where would this guy be at? He'd be in prison right now. And see, so, 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 and that's from a public uh, defender. And, and and here he is. There, I got this lawyer, uh, uh, and I told him to take him because I knew he'd get any real lawyer. Uh, they'd do a plea bargain for a fat little, fat little marijuana man. But they mm-hmm. were gonna, they they gonna get him seven to seven to fifteen. So if you ask me. What I think about a public defender, I think, you know, saying uh, they need to even wipe his ass with him. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it's wrong, man. It's wrong what they're doing, man. And that's the reason why I get angry speaking about it. Mm. Oh, because it's wrong. It's wrong, and they don't give a damn. It boggles my mind to see how can a public defender walk into an innocent person person's uh, cell or walk up to an, to a person who's incarcerated and say that, hey, just do time, just do this and accept it even if you haven't done it. What kind of way is that to help somebody fight for their freedom? You know, first of all, you got to ask yourself, what, cal- what caliber human being is that? Even do that to another human being. Uh, you know, you got you to find out and understand where is they, they where is they soul at? For them that they just don't give a damn. And then it's like my man Tavino, he's going you know, you're gonna bury him. Bury him, you know what I'm saying? Because you know you wanna go ahead and get your quick money and then just move on. And when you know that that was some bullshit, some little marijuana man, it wasn't about nothing, you gonna get his man seven and you gonna wait. Ask him to please at seven and a half to fifteen, and then I give him fifteen hundred dollars to go to see another lawyer, and they get him probation. Just like that. I mean, it, it, it. I mean, where do it stop at? Where do where do America become America? Become a real America? I ain't talking about you know just. America just talking about it. I'm talking about America being about it. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some good people in America. Just because all them people, you got all them people in prison, they ain't all bad. You got some good people in prison. Mm-hmm. And they're very, they're very talented. Very talented. And they can be doing some great things out here. The only thing you got to do is just give them a chance. They made a mistake. The only difference between a politician and them is uh, they got caught and the politician ain't got caught yet. This is Fair Play, Fair Play, Fair Play, Fair Play. the official podcast of JusticeNews.net.